we have who do we have Sophia Sophia Salas Sophia welcome to the show thank you thank you <laughs> appreciate being here can you uh, introduce us to yourself tell us a little bit about you a little bit about myself yeah well from like from where from like what do you do what do I do what do you do right now right now yeah. um, so my name is Sophia Salas I am active duty military in the Navy um, I am transitioning out. I'll be out March 16th. Congrats. I, thank you. <laughs> a lot of people ask me what I want to do after uh, the military. Yeah. But I tell them that I'm already doing it. Nice. And I tell them that I invest. I invest in different things. And that's what I'll be doing. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, one of the things, should I share what? Yeah, go ahead, okay. go ahead. So, Actually, you know what? Before you start, our tradition here at Cheesecake and Coffee mm-hmm is to come up oh. with the name of the episode before the episode starts. So you get to do the honors. What are you feeling right now? What is the universe telling you, Sophia What's Salas? Name? <clears throat> yeah. It could be whatever you want. It could be Teletubbies. If that's what you're it feeling. It could be anything right random. It could be any whatever you want. Um <laughs> I think I mean I see cheetahs. What do you cheetahs? Cheetahs? Or yeah. is this a cheetah? I see I think it it would be called cheetahs and leaves. Teeters and leaves. Cheetahs and leaves. Okay. I don't know. It's right here. <laughs> That's what the universe is, is telling that, you, cheetahs and leaves? Yeah, it's right here in front of me, so. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Is that acceptable? Yeah, cheetahs and leaves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so, you were going to go into uh, the, some of the, the things you're doing. Right? doing yeah, yeah, yeah. So, different things I'm doing now. Um, I invest in Forex, which is a foreign exchange. Okay. I know a lot of people don't know about it. Um, a simple way to explain it is think about stocks, but instead of companies, it's currencies, again, like around the world. Right, right. Um, I am a day trader, so that's what I do almost every day. Okay. I also have um, an e-commerce automated business with Amazon. Doing everything. Yeah. Boss. <laughs> and uh, I'm in the process of starting my uh, traditional, traditional business company and um getting more involved into real estate as well nice nice yeah. nice well definitely a lot to talk about um so but before we do that let's go back let's go back where are you from i am from texas okay. i was actually born in mexico but raised in texas i am a citizen yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah born in mexico and raised in texas so okay that's home and uh how many years did you spend in texas how did you before you came out here? So, I was in Texas up until 18. I left as soon as I graduated high school. Okay. So I graduated high school, moved out of my house, mom's house, and then left a few months later. Okay. Yeah. And then, did you always know you always wanted to live in California? Or? You know, for some reason, yes. For some reason, okay. I had this calling to come to California. When I was Going through high school, I was planning to come to California for college. I actually wanted to do nursing. And I was going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go to California and go yeah. to college there. But then things changed and I went to the military. Okay. And so uh, how did you go from wanting to go <laughs> into nursing to going into the military? That's a, big, a huge, that's a drastic yeah, it difference. Is, it is. So my interest was in the medical field. 
um, since I was little. Okay. Uh, I actually got my EMT, EMT certification and CNA certification before I graduated high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, the reason why I joined the military is for different reasons, but one of them was because I actually read a book in high school. Okay. And in this book, this girl, she went to different countries and helped others. So my goal became to be on the Mercy ship uh, in the Navy. Nice, have, nice. Of course, everything paid for. Now I'm just giving back, giving not giving back only to my country where right. I was raised, but to the world. Right, right. And I ha- always had like, that caring part for caring for people in different ways. So that's what I wanted to do: be a nurse and be a nurse in the Navy, so I can go around the world. Yeah, right, that. right, right. Um, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everything led my, me to another place, and it was it was all good. It was all part yeah. of the plan. So. How was it? How was it like growing up for you? Well, I'm from a small, very small town in Texas, uh, very rural. I have four older brothers. Wow! So You're I the got, only girl. The only girl and the youngest one. Wow. So I got picked up, <laughs> but I was also protected. Yeah. Um, it was challenging, but I think it built character. And mm. I mean, it was fun. We had a, a land, big land, and just running around, climbing trees, building fires, and Nice, nice. Fun. So was yeah. it was it pretty? Uh, would you say relaxed or was it fun? Was it difficult? It was difficult in certain ways. In what especially ways? Especially being different ways. I think the biggest thing. Um, and you can talk about how it was difficult for you and your family, or just you. You know, whatever you. I, yeah, so I think for me, um, for my family in general, we weren't rich. We didn't have a lot of money. Uh, my dad actually left to other states to work. Um, he was always there, but he wasn't physically there. Hmm. And I think that was really hard for all of us. How did that affect you? Um, looking back. Looking back, I think this is, uh, this is, this is deep. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting deep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good, it's good. So I think the biggest way it affected me is my, my strength and my independence. Because not only not having him physically there, but it also affected my family in different ways. And I had to go through certain things by myself in, in certain aspects. And I think that built my resilience, my heart-headedness, and just pushing forward no matter what. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so, so you, you you learned all, I guess, it sounds like growing up and the, the way you did have had a huge impact on who you become as a woman. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that's really cool. And... So you get out of high school, mm-hmm. and then you you obviously moved here when you were 18, you said? No. So graduated high school, time I was leaving. Okay. I moved out of my house, okay. rented some other place. Was, um, that, was, that, was that scary for you? It was so scary. Super yeah. scary. Um, I, just, I just had to do it, though. Yeah. And I'm happy I did. And at the time, the, it was, things were shaky. And I thought she was going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now she's told me that she, that was one of the proudest moments for her as my mom. Because oh, wow. that was me confronting her and flying away. Right, taking her stand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So looking back, it was it was really good. It was, it was the right decision to make. Right, right. That's but, great. Yeah. But then a few months after, I, I left for boot camp and... From there, I went to San Antonio. To so East. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of questions for you about your military okay. experience. Go ahead. Um, but go ahead. You finish what you're saying. Yeah. So you left boot camp. Left boot camp in Chicago, 
went to Texas, back in Texas, in San Antonio for school. Okay. Um, I actually became a master at arms, a cop in the military. Nice, a nurse. nice, nice. A nurse. Um, I wasn't going to be a nurse, by the way, anyway. Right. So but um, became a cop, went overseas to Bahrain. Um, if you don't know where Bahrain is, it's a little island. And it's like connected to Saudi Arabia by a bridge. To Middle East. Yeah. Um, I was there for three years. Uh, it was a big experience. Three years. Three whole years. All right. So let's let's backtrack <laughs> a little bit before you get too far. Um, so do you remember the moment you made a decision you were joining the military? Um, I think it was different different moments that led me there. Okay. Yeah, I think... I think I was actually um, just by myself one day, I think at the park, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, this is where I'm going, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. And you, there was no doubt in your mind? No, actually, no. There was no doubt. I saw, I pretty much saw everything in front of me, yeah. and I think I just felt it inside me, like, okay, like, right, right. I should really do this. Right. Um, one it of the was, felt like it was any, any intuition? Yeah. And I think one of the main reasons why I wanted to join um, was because I wanted to see it for myself. And so as I was hurt, like, all oh, the military, my oldest brother, one of my oldest brothers, he was in the army. Okay. Surprisingly, though, that wasn't any influence, like, of me going to the military at all. Really? It had yeah. no influence on you? No, I had never thought about it before, and he'd been in since I was in middle school, and that didn't even help, like, into my decision right, at right. all. Yeah, it was just me kind of wanting to go for myself and just experiencing it right right yeah and how was your how was your boot camp experience <laughs> oh, i never want to go back <laughs> it wasn't hard in the physical aspect um it was not hard physically it was not, no for me um it's all mental i think i think the hardest thing was just being away for the first time from like, right. everything and another like dealing with people and mm. dealing with other like women in there and just the people that are the the instructors and everything, you know, just a different, different scene, different environment. Right, right. I remember the second day I got there, um, I was in line against the wall because we had to wait on the wall to go into to get to the, like, the cafeteria. Right, right. To go and we had to stand super still and like no talking, no nothing, looking forward. And I was standing there, and I was going crazy in my head. I'm like, what did I do to myself? Like, I need to get out of here. But yeah. I took a deep breath. I was like, this will be over. Like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, so the hardest part was just having people t- tell me what to do that weren't mom, you know? Right, right, right. Was, um, it, was, that, was that really hard to adjust? It sounds like that was really hard to adjust to. Um, it, was, it, was, it was challenging in a way, but it, it wasn't that, as hard. Um, does that make sense? I don't know. No, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Um, I knew it was part of the game. I right, knew it was right. part of the process. And I knew it was going to get better after I got boot camp. Right. I did. It was just like a whole big shift. Like one day I was free, the other I wasn't. Right. It was like, here you go, <laughs> deal with it, you know? Yeah. But I think one of the hardest things was the food. <laughs> mm. um, I lost what, a lot What of did weight. you like about the food? Um, very, uh, very processed. Just yeah. a lot of... Um, preservatives yeah so i i ate like salad peanut butter and cereal that's all you ate yeah so two months of that i lost a lot of weight but yeah it was just i think the hardest part was being away mm. yeah i see and then so uh do you remember so when you were in the military and you still are in the military 
when did you start thinking about the fact that, okay, one day I'm going to get out. And when I get out, what do I want for myself? Okay, so to start, I didn't plan to stay in the military for 20 years or more. Yeah. I saw it as a stepping stone. So you went in with a plan? Not really. Okay. okay. <laughs> the plan was to be a nurse. Okay. Even while <laughs> you were in the military? Excuse me? Even while you were in the military, you still plan on being a nurse? In the beginning, yes. Okay. I actually started going to college when I was overseas. Okay. And I think it was when I was going to college, I I was like, this is for me. Like, yeah. I, I need to get out of here and yeah. like, find, make a plan. Right, right. Yeah. So from there, I thought of me going continue college and like being a nurse outside the military. But I was like, the whole college part was not for me. And then I started to work shift hours and that sucked. So I could just imagine being a nurse and working shift hours. I was like, I don't want to be a nurse. Like, I, I still want to help people, but I don't want right, to be a nurse right. like, anymore. Right. So that led me into personal training. Okay. And I actually helped people while I was overseas, like, like training them and everything. And then when I came here, I actually worked at a, at a gym here at Crunch Fitness for nice. a few months. Yeah. And uh, I was getting personal trainers and everything. But then... But, like, it wasn't enough. Like, mm. something, like, wasn't enough. And uh, I don't know how it's going to sound, but it wasn't enough money. Yeah. Not for what I wanted. Of course, The of way course. I wanted to live. So, that led me to being a business owner. Okay, well, I want to be a business owner now. Like, what am I going to do? And the whole part of still helping people, I kind of found that into, like, owning a spa. So, mm. I actually went to esthetician school, passed the test, got certified and everything, I've never practiced it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of the, the process, the plan changed. Right. Even though the goal hasn't. Um, but because I realized if I were to become a business owner, a spa owner, I would just own a job. Because right, I'd be there right. all the time. So I was like, okay, I gotta find something else. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that led me into the investing part. I see. Yeah. And, nice, uh, nice. I still have the whole helping portion, but now it's just to help them develop away from themselves to become better and have a better right, life. Right, yeah. that makes sense. I like that. And then you mentioned earlier that you were stationed in Bahrain for three years. Yes. How was that like for you? Hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was How was your experience? Hot summer. Um, the first year was really tough because I had almost no rank. Um, so I did like the dirty work. I had to stand gates and check IDs. Right. And I almost passed out one time because the heat was, it was so bad. Like wow. people passed out and went to the hospital. It was that bad. But it was it was tough the first year. But then I moved up and I was able to go into the armory. So I was in AC. Okay. And then from there into the range. Yeah. Which I was having fun shooting guns. Right? Yeah. <laughs> shoot guns. So it got better as every year progressed. And it depends on the people that you met. Um, that's how like your days went and like how your experience evolved. Right. So it was it was good. It was a really good experience. If I had to do it all over again, I would still go and, okay. and go through it. Yeah. But I would not go back. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. How was your did you get stationed in any other countries? Why are you No, okay. just in just, just in Bahrain. I did a lot of traveling from there, but that was just vacation time. Okay. What yeah. places did you travel to? I went to the first trip I took was by myself. It was Barcelona. And yeah. the way I usually take trips is when I go to some, to a place, I take a super long layover so yeah. I can get out and explore other countries. Right, right. So uh, in that trip, I went to Spain, to Barcelona and Rome. From nice, there, nice. I also went to Thailand. I went to Vienna. Um, I went to Helsinki, Finland, to Greece. 
They're a super traveler, huh? Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was fun. What would you say? Uh, I, w I was in Barcelona uh, last year, and I felt like I, I should have done more. Hmm. I had a really hard time finding good food. Yeah, I went to... Uh, <laughs> did you go to a Buqueta market? No. Okay. We went there. We went to a bunch of cool places, but it was really hard to find good food. For really? me personally, I feel like I need to go back and... Did you have sangria at least? I didn't have any sangria. Maybe that's why. You gotta go back. Sangria <laughs> <laughs> like is like lesser. Yeah. You gotta take it and have it. Yeah, I had water and ice cream. That's what I had. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how was your experience? I know Thailand is definitely on my list. Mm. Uh, so I plan on doing that this year. How was your experience? Uh, you said you went to Greece as well. How mm -hmm. was that? It was beautiful. Wherever you went, it was beautiful. Yeah. I went to Crete and to Eos, small islands, like a party island. So yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the water, like, it's like you're in a screen saver just everywhere you go. It's right, right, right. So beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any recommendations for Thailand? Thailand. So I went to Pattaya. Okay. It's on the eastern part of, uh, of Thailand. And it was more like the parties. I don't know why I went to like the parties. Yeah, today, you're a party girl, huh? I, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Thailand... Coconuts and massages. Yeah. Those are like the best. And the food, nice. food was amazing. It's so flavorful. It's yeah. authentic. You know, it's funny because I've heard people say that our idea of Thai food here is not really what it is in Thailand. Mm -mm. Is that true? It's like, true. And I yeah. think I think it's just the same as like Mexican food or like any other kind of food. Okay. I feel like we Americanize it in certain ways. Yeah. And even just like yeah. the ingredients itself will give a different flavor. Right, so, right. I would say What's that. your favorite cuisine? Mexican. And Mexican. A bit outside, okay, that's cheating. You can't say Mexican. <laughs> outside of Mexican. Uh, um, I say Italian, and I really like like the Asian cuisine. Just, okay. I feel like they have a lot of culture, like, and the ingredients are so like, so like the way they mix them up together, just like so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. You know, I, I've I've been here for I've been in California now for years, and I still have not found a good Asian restaurant. I feel like. Well, let me take that back. I wouldn't say Asian restaurant. Chinese restaurant. Chinese. I know on the East Coast, like, Chinese is, like, a staple yeah. out there. And oh, here, not so much. Here, it's more Mexican, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I've, I've been having a hard time finding a good Chinese restaurant. I don't, I don't think I've been to a Chinese place here, actually. No? Yeah, you need to step your Chinese <laughs> restaurant game up. Yeah, we got to make a list for <laughs> Chinese restaurants. Yeah. Um, so, back to your career. So... Uh, you spent three years in Bahrain, and then how long have you been in? It'll be six and a half in February. Okay. Next month. You've been in there for a while. Six and, yeah. Uh, so you, when did you get back from Bahrain? February 2016. Okay. <laughs> and then, so you get back from Bahrain, and then what's going through your mind at that point? At that point, I'm in the business, owning a spa business mindset. Okay. So I went to school um, from like October till May of the following year. So my life was... Go to work, go work out, go to school, go out at 10 p.m., go home and dinner and sleep. Wow. To like May, from October to May. Right, so right. So that whole year, like, I had no life. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. Was that, what, had, was that uh, stressful for you or did you just feel like, you know what, this is what I want to do and this is just part of the process? Um, it was 
stressful in a way because I I didn't have it was hard building a social life, especially just being new here, had no friends, like nobody. Right. So just building from zero, building like my my space where I of like course, where I lived and then getting situated at work and just everything all together. It was um, a lot of work. It was kinda of stressful. Um, and I was going through some personal problems too, so we just added to the bucket. Right? Of course, of course. But I had that mindset and and I had the vision, that goal. So everything that I did didn't matter. Like I just had to get there. Right, and, right. And I got there. And nice, I nice. Didn't use it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And as you were t- talking earlier about uh, all the things you want out of life, so do you feel like you've always been that way? You've always had a strong sense of what you want, or do you think it's something that you've discovered along the way? And like, want what? In what sense? Oh, of what you want out of life, like the type of life, uh, the type of life that you want for yourself. Is it something you've always known since you were a kid, or is it something that, as an adult, you've just kind of realized, like, wow, this is, I want to live this certain type of life, mm-hmm. and for me to live this certain type of life, I'm going to have to do these things as a businesswoman. Yeah, so I always knew I wanted to help my mom just be in better living situation, and I wanted to help my brothers and my family just come up, right? Uh, like, we didn't, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. My mm-hmm. dad had to go to different states to work and bring us more money, you know? Right, right. Um, so I for sure knew, I knew what I didn't want. Okay. If that makes sense, you know? And that I makes think sense. that's like one of the biggest um, motivators for a lot of people, knowing what you don't want. You don't want, want yeah. Yeah, that, I think that pushes you more than knowing what you want in some ways. Right, right. Yeah, so I think that, and the whole, um, I usually tell a little story uh, because it kind of like shows like how early I wanted, I had this mindset in a way. Yeah. So when I was in third grade, my third grade teacher, she was like my favorite. She's still the favorite. And I was I was her favorite. I can't what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she for like Christmas or my birthday, she gave me a little gift. It was a little gumball machine and it was like a little like a little purse with like lip gloss or some little things in it. Yeah. And I was so happy she gave it to me. I was so grateful and everything. And then when I went I was going home on the bus and I was looking at the stuff in front of me, I was like, Okay, I can eat the gum. I can wear the supplies or I can sell it. <laughs> so I sold the gum yeah. and the buzz that same day. That's I was funny. like, just put a coin in there, five cents, 25 cents, whatever yeah. you want, and you get a gum. Um, I think I had one gum and sold the rest. Yeah. And then the little bag, I went home, I added one more thing. The next day, I sold it to this friend of mine and yeah. she paid me $5 for it. Wow. So I sold it. <laughs> so that's when you, so you've always had that uh, trait in you of a you yeah, know, businesswoman. Yeah, so. It was never really cultivated just because the environment and like my family and everything that was going on, um, it never got like cultivated in that sense. Right. But it was that um, I was in band. So whenever mm. we did fundraisers for like for the field trip at the end of the year, we would sell chocolates. And with so they would give me a bag of 20 chocolates and I would sell like 10 chocolates. Yeah. And I would go to Walmart with my mom <laughs> and I'd buy more chocolates, add them to the bag. Yeah. So, like, I borrow money for myself and then pay myself back at 0% interest. That's funny. And then make money. <laughs> so, that's I funny. had that in different ways throughout, like, growing up. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Thank so, you. You, you've been in the military now for six years, more than six years. Mm-hmm. So, how has it changed your life? Since high school days? Yeah. Just in general. <laughs> yeah. How has been the military changed your life? Um... Well, I became independent uh, to an extent, right? Um, at this point, I can say I can just get out and I'll be fine, right? I'll be independent completely. But it really, um, I think it, it grew that independence more that I had as I was growing up with my family. Right. 
definitely seen like different places. I think if I would have been in Bahrain, I would have taken those trips to those places that I did. Right, right. I met the people that I met. So that just all those experiences really has like built who I am. Of course, of course. And uh, I think that's what I could say about that. Yeah, yeah. And what advice would you have for uh, women listening right now that are thinking of joining the military? Join the military. Have a plan before you go in. Okay. (laughs) Have a plan. Really figure out what you want like 10, 20 years from now and see how not only you can give to the Navy and give back to the country and to people that are in the military, but also what you're going to get out of it. Right. You know, it's not all like the big thing is the military. And I think it's 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 super important. And I feel like a lot of people don't give a lot of credit and like just... Or you get all these benefits and stuff, but right, it's right, a lot right. more than people think it is. You know, it's not for everyone. So first and foremost, figure out if it's for you. Do your research, and if it is for you, why it is? Why is it for you? Like, right, what right. are you gonna give back in return to? Right. So that's really cool. That's a that's a great advice. Thank you. That's yeah. a great advice. Um, did you before you joined? Did you feel like you had someone that you couldn't like ask questions or like look up to, or you just kind of just jumped in yourself? I have a friend that he was joining when around that time. Okay. He kind of he he wasn't the reason why I joined, but he was leaving in like in a couple I months see, or so. So that like I was like, oh maybe I can join the military and be in the military. Right, right. And then everything just grew from there. Nice. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, so I know from talking to you that you are very into self improvement and mm-hmm. becoming a better person. So. Uh, is that something that you've always kind of gravitated towards or as far as, you know, being a better person and growing as a person and discovering yourself? Or is it something that you just recently just got into? I think I always have been, even when I was a little girl, without even knowing it. Yeah. I think being the youngest of five and then mom and dad, seeing other people's mistakes around me, yeah. I learned from that and how I could like maybe not make the same mistakes or do things differently. So that alone was being better, right? And then being the youngest, I had a lot of alone time. And being the only <laughs> girl, I had a lot of alone time. Yeah. And I would sometimes, I remember I would sometimes lay out in the grass and just look at the sky. Mm. And it was just me, myself, and I listening to myself and figuring out like who I was, what I wanted, and all the things that I could do in life. Right, right. Yeah, so that that's how I was doing it without even knowing that I was Right, doing it. right, right. Yeah. What are some of the cool books you've read that kind of added to your growth? To my growth, um, one of them is from Robert Kiyosaki. It's uh, Financial IQ. Okay. I read it when I got here to San Diego, and the, when I was doing research, okay, now I'm gonna do spa. Yeah. What am I gonna do now? <laughs> I was doing research above into the book, and yeah. that's the whole real estate and the whole investment kind of started. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'd say that one. Um, so that helped that helped you with your financial acumen. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, what helped you with your personal? My personal. Growth? Hmm. So many books, right? So many, so many books. books. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there was the the chicken soup for like the teenage soul when I was like in. I'm sorry. Say that again. The, like the chicken soup for the teenage soul or something. Yeah. Was, like, in the chicken school? soup for the something teenage like soul. I school. I, something like that. Yeah. Um, but I think. Um, I'm very spiritual, so okay. I'm not like religious or anything. I believe in the higher self, and we're all connected to it, right? 
And I think one book that I read is called um, Oneness. Okay. Oneness, just like that. And yeah. I think that helped me connect with myself and kind of see that different aspect right, of like right. growth. Yeah. Where does your spirituality come from? earth <laughs> i just meaning I, meaning did you uh because okay I'll, for me my spirituality comes from growing up in a household where my parents were super uber christians mm. and i've told the story before we would literally go to church two to three times a week i didn't have a choice oh wow you know i'd get dragged to church and uh we'd sleep in church Mm. my parents wouldn't be sleeping I would be sleeping because I was a kid at the time you know probably like four or five and they'd have night vigils mm. where you you uh, worship um, overnight oh wow so I'd be That's in church and this is like a Friday right <laughs> wow. so I'd be like in church overnight right go Friday evening be in church overnight until Saturday morning, mm-hmm. go home and then come back Sunday yeah wow <laughs> you yeah, know that's a lot. so intense. Uh, growing up, that's that was just my reality, you know, and I remember just hating it so much. Just like, I do not want to go pray for the thousandth time <laughs> today, you know. Yeah. Um, but as an adult, what I really liked is it got me a chance to make a decision and to kind of go on a journey and of self-discovery, I'd mm-hmm. say. Um, so when I became an adult, I actually had a chance to choose the difference mm-hmm. if I wanted to uh, be a spiritual person or if I wanted to uh, not be and just you know mm-hmm. go separate completely and I I chose to be a spiritual person and regardless of how much I hated going to church as a kid because it was just shoved down my throat I think it made it made it made a huge difference for me as an adult especially when it comes to just faith and just mm-hmm. having faith um, being positive and just believing, okay, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. You know, I think my childhood had a lot of impact or ha- had a huge impact on who I am today mm-hmm. um, in a good way. Yeah. And that's kind of something I kind of want to do when I, you know, have kids is, you know, give them the option. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if you raise your kids in a household that's not um spiritual it doesn't matter if it's you know muslim or christian or no matter what it is um i feel like if you raise your your kids in an environment that's not spiritual you don't really give them the option to choose i guess you can kind of make the cases you know they can make their own decision yeah but i think that um i think it plays a huge part in in who they they become as a person Mm -hmm. you know so that's kind of where i was going with my question to you yeah i i agree with all that so my mom was raised catholic Okay. My dad was raised Catholic. Okay. But he's not Catholic. Okay. <laughs> he's actually an atheist. He okay. doesn't believe anything. Right. So he so he became an adult and kind of made his own yeah. decision, right? Yeah. So my mom wanted to um, inculcate those like the the Catholic religion onto us, but she knew that my dad wasn't gonna support it at all. So we were nothing. Right. Much. Right. Like she talked about it, how she got raised and everything, but it was never instilled into us to let's go to church, let's do this and that. Like no. So that gave me the freedom to really look out oh, and see, discover see. myself what I wanted and what I believed in and what I gravitated towards. Right. And I did. I didn't do extensive research on every religion, but my, my when I was laid down in the grass looking at the sky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if like all these religions talk about one God, but they all have their own rules and different ways of seeing it. Right. And somehow I just like I looked at the sky with this 
we're in this planet, like this huge sky around us, right? The universe. Like, what's so different about me here and someone in like Europe or in Asia and Africa? You know? Right. So somehow inside me, it was just like, I believe there's something higher than us. Okay. Because a lot of things you can't explain. Yeah. And it's just like, where do we come from, right? Right. So we right. all belong to something from somewhere. I don't know what it is. I yeah. don't know what it's called, <laughs> but there's something. Yeah. And I just, I just connected with like nature, the earth, and just something inside myself. Just knowing that there's something, even if I don't know what it's called or what it is or what it looks like, but I felt it. And eventually, like I realized, that it was like spirituality and just connected to the higher self. Right, right. And like we're all part of it. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Eventually, I did like research, and I mean, it's all energy and just the vibration of everyone and everything. Right, right. You know? Have you seen The Matrix? I have. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the idea that? What we're going we see. really deep right now. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. are your thoughts on the idea that what we see, what we experience, it's all an illusion? I think uh, I was I was talking about this to someone yesterday, actually, about yeah. the Matrix. How <clears throat> in the Matrix, you can kind of tap in to like... Right, reality. Like reality, right? So I think it's the same way. Like, I think we're able, when we meditate, when we, mm. we do just certain meditation is different work with ourselves we can connect to our higher self and that's us tapping into that reality right right so we are living in the matrix and it's so this, yeah it's interesting yeah i think um i believe in different dimensions and uh, reincarnation so yeah i think we come to this life live a life learn help others learn as well and dip out and dip out <laughs> Peace. yeah you know. uh, yeah that's that's something i've I, I've thought about it in the past. Uh, have you, do you know of the flow tank? The flow tank? The, f- the flow tank. Up in, over there? No, like when you, um, when you look the past sensory the... deprivation tank. It's... Oh, the flow tank. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've never been in it, but I really want to do it. Yeah, yeah so I've done it before, and um, a lot of people say that when you do a flow tank, it's, for a lot of people, it's an entryway to, your, to a different dimension. Mm. because you it was a very interesting experience for me because when we're sleeping right we mm-hmm. think that we don't see anything we don't hear anything but that's not really true because when you're sleeping you still hear sound mm-hmm. you can still hear the cars whizzing by or uh, just white noise in general mm-hmm. and when you're in a sensory deprivation tank you don't hear anything mm-hmm. and it was a very very creepy interesting experience for me because yeah. The first time in my entire life, I realized that I couldn't, I literally could not hear anything. Did and you I, hear your heartbeat though? Yes. Okay. Which was even scarier. I know, right? <laughs> so, um, I could hear all the different palpitations and the different rhythms and you can hear your organs move. It was just, it was just, <laughs> <laughs> you hear everything. Yeah. And, uh. It's it was very um, eye opening because, you know, you're just left with your thoughts, and yourself, you know, and your imagination, and you really get to know who you are as a person, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember when I got out the flow tank, and I walked outside, and I just kept looking at I just kept looking to <laughs> I just kept looking at the sky. I just was like. <laughs> And people were uh, walking by, like, looking at me like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. But I felt reborn. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, I love that. You know, yes. just the breeze, because the breeze on my skin, like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the float tank, there's no air, there's no sensations, no sight, no hearing, mm-hmm. no, no touching, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So just feeling the breeze on my skin and, and looking up to the stars and looking at the tall buildings. I just felt like I was alive for the first time. Like yeah. I died and like came back to life, you know. It was an amazing experience. I bet. Yeah, yeah. I still need to do it. Yeah. It reminds me of like meditation. Like yeah, meditation, meditation. Meditation is huge. Uh, I have For some reason, I have a huge problem meditating. My brain is always 100 miles an hour. See, you know? but you probably because you fight it. You fight those thoughts, right? Like, like, do you think like, oh, like, I, I don't want to think about it? I'm trying it. to, st- yeah, yeah. So the key is yeah. to not fight it. Think about the waves in the ocean. If you fight them, they they will power you. Right. But if you kind of go with the flow and let it pass by you, like you see the thought and you okay, okay, I accept it, I see it, let's see it go away, right? You right. go with the wave and then you can kind of like see it fade and you're in darkness and with yourself. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually something I've been learning lately with life is don't resist. Just go, just yeah. go with the river. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like a lot of suffering that we encounter in life is because we're fighting against what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in a relationship, your girlfriend breaks up with you or your boyfriend breaks up with you, but you really want to be together. So you're just fighting to keep things together and it's causing you a lot of pain yeah. and anguish and you get back together and you, and the guy doesn't really want to be with you, but <laughs> you know, or you get back together and the girl doesn't really want, you know, Yeah. Uh, same with the job, mm-hmm. you know, you uh let's say you go to a job interview that's something i learned like two years ago too is a lot of times when we're looking for a job right Mm -hmm. and you apply to that job naturally we're hoping we get the job like oh we we, hope i get the job but that doesn't mean it's the right job for you even if you get Uh it you know what i learned is instead of saying i hope i get the job i just say i hope the right job finds me or i hope i find the right job yes you know it's such a thin line when you think about it, but it makes such a huge difference. It does. It's just you know. that little shift in mm-hmm. your mind yeah. changes everything. Yeah, it really does. It makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, about your comment earlier about different dimensions and all that cool stuff, psychedelics, a lot of people <laughs> that have taken psychedelics actually talk about that. And, uh, <laughs> Are you saying something? <laughs> <laughs> They talk about that, and I've actually heard scientists talk about the fact that um, for a lot of people, for us in general, psychedelics is the gateway Mm. to uh, either reality, Mm quote-unquote, or um, a different dimension, you know, because when you you think about ayahuasca Mm -hmm. and um, a whole bunch of different psychedelics out there, a lot of the people that take those drugs all have the same experiences, mm-hmm. you know, with the things they see and the life changing impact it has on their lives, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it'll be so. I think it's it's something cool to explore. Yeah, you know? actually, funny you said because after I get out, after I get out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I plan to go to Peru and do an ayahuasca retreat. Get out of here. Yeah, I will soon. <laughs> Get out of here. Let me know when you're going. I'm yeah. not saying I'm going too, but just let me. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been looking into it. Um, it's like two, three weeks, depending on how long you want to do it. Yeah, and I heard that's life-changing. I heard so too. You're looking forward to oh it. Oh my gosh. You yeah. have to let me know. I had no idea you even were into, you knew about that. Now you know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll be, 
I'm getting excited just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. After, yeah. after the. Yeah. Not right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's even perfect. We're talking about this because I think it's a perfect segue, um, because what comes to mind right now is social media, mm-hmm. and how in this age of social media that we live in, it doesn't feel like people are really alive. You know, like people are just going through the motions. Um, we don't really uh, keep in contact with each other anymore. You know, you can have a really close friend and, you know, all you do is just communicate through either texting or you see them on Facebook. So you feel like you spoke to them, even yeah. if you haven't really spoken to them in two weeks. You know, so what are your thoughts on on social media today? Do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? Do you think it's going to change? What are your thoughts on that? Um, on the I, impact it's having on, on, on the impact, yeah, our society. I mean, huge, huge impact. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can go about this, but the main thing is, I feel like it's a, it's like a mask, right? You can paint yourself as whoever you want to paint yourself. Right. A lot of people rent things, rent cars, and rent places, and take pictures, and all the bridge or whatever, or just different things, and. I feel like that kind of like keeps you not only the phone itself, right? Because it's an extension of yourself now, right. but the social media, like it, it's like a, it's like a portal. You can go into mm. the world, you know, and you, right, can, right. you can be who you are. You can look and discover different things that you never knew. Like, right, if right. I would have been a little girl back in Texas, small town, like I didn't know about Dubai, I didn't know about the Philippines, like, but now a little girl in Texas, she can see all that. You know, right. different possibilities in your mind expand. And I think a lot of people get so sucked into that and let it happen that because they don't focus on what really matters. It's not about the likes. It's not about who's following me, who's not, whatever, or who I'm following. But it, I think it is, though. I think that's what, oh, at least that's what it's become. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? definitely. Um, but it's, it's when you lose the focus of what really matters, I think, that really affects people like that into right. depression and like bullying and like all those different things when i think when you focus when you're in silence when you focus on yourself yeah. you know who you are you know what you want anything that happens around you it doesn't matter even in social media you you accept yourself who you are you see yourself and what you want and just by doing that you're able to see others for who they are as well even even if you see them on social media, you only know a little part of them. Yeah, you can kind of see what they're doing <laughs> right. and what they're not doing, why they're doing it. Right, you know? right. And that al- and then alone, like it kind of like reflects back on yourself and allows you to be true to yourself. Mm. And I think a lot of people, because they're not connected with themselves and they have insecurities and they're not comfortable in their own skin, they seek comfort in other people and social media. You know, and that's instant. Uh, nowadays, like people look for the instantaneous reward and things like emotional feeling better. And you see, like, oh, you see food, like, oh, that looks really good. I'm gonna go get food or something. Or I like, see, oh, I she's see. wearing this. Like, I want to be pretty like her. Like, then you go buy this or buy it online with the affiliate program and all that stuff. You know, right, it's right, so accessible. Right. That I think when one thing when you like don't have the connection with yourself and you don't you don't have it that how do I can say that. Um, just recognize who you are, what you want. You you look for it in other places, in right, other people, right, right. Whether it be face to face or social media, right. So I think, yeah. No, go ahead, <laughs> I, go ahead. <laughs> I'm enough. It's a yeah. great answer. So I think people have to really center down, 
think about themselves first and then grab from everybody else and contribute. Of course, know? of course. Yeah, I think that can help a lot. Do you think that um, uh, so- social media is going to warp into something else or get worse or get better? I think just how it started, it was something great. Yeah. But there's other things with it. And right, I think right. it's going to grow for something better. But it's also going to have something not so great. Right, you know, right, right. Anything. Oh, that makes so, sense. That yeah. makes sense. I think it's just part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. Okay, that's a good answer. <laughs> um, so now that you're getting out of the military, mm-hmm. what are you most looking forward to? Not having a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not having to answer to anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, the biggest thing is having more freedom to see my family. Um, at this point, I have a niece that I haven't met. She's yeah. like over a year now. Wow. So just having that freedom to, to be with my family again. Right, like right. More, like physically together. That's great. That's great. Yeah, um, and my final question for you is, what is your vision? You're getting out the military. You're a boss, businesswoman, ready to kick ass. <laughs> What is your vision for the world? A vision for the world. Yeah, your vision for the world. Oh, Everything like is writing on this answer. Yes, I, like, <laughs> I, I support that. So, the vision is for me. It's I wanna I wanna share my purpose. I think is share my journey, who I am, what I'm doing, and helping. Like it all derives from when I was little, one to be a nurse. Like mm. helping people. It just change the 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 direction or like the right. way I'm doing it. Just right. Help people have that shift in their mind where they have more control over themselves and, and their emotions and who they are connecting right, right, right. with themselves and who they, who they want to be, what they want for their life, how they want to live, you know, and then helping them work backwards and making them help, like helping them make those shifts in, in their head so they can better their life and better their right. situation and, and live a happier life. That's it's really all about cool. love and happiness. We need more people like that. <laughs> I feel the same way. We, we honestly, we need more people that actually care about others. Yeah. You know, um, on that note, thank you so much thank you, for dropping by. Um, how can the people find you? Instagram, very simple. Sophia.salas, Sophia with an F. Sophia.salas, um, that's the main, main one. And can you spell your last name just to make sure? Oh, yes. So, S O F I A dot S A L E S. All right, Sophia, thank you so much for joining. Uh, love to have you back sometime. Anytime. Until next time. Until next time. Peace.